0: Season 3, episode 84, the midweek bonus edition. Which I'm particularly fond of just because, well, for one thing, it has another story about the dad bod. And I get to talk about my sexy physique. (laughs) Well, yeah. And, uh, of course, there's other great stupidity that um, really deserves to be talking about. My favorite, of course, is the story of the woman who is sexually attracted to a Boeing 737. Yeah, and uh, I'm just wondering how that, how the marriage is going to be consummated. Well, nevertheless, <laughs> you can make up your own joke. And I usually do that myself. Of course, there's always the Week in Review, which is pretty insane. Because, well, I mean anymore just listening to the regular newscast is insane so why not just make it more insane you big dummy you big dummy you big dummy on a dirt out in space sticks, where it stops it's a great stupid world well welcome to the midweek bonus episode of my stupid world I'm Insane Eric Lane, and what an insane week I've had. It's been so insane and stupid, I want to share it with you. And if you want to share this podcast with some stupid friend, please do. Especially if you like the podcast, make sure you rate and review it before you share it, because we got some five-star stupidity. So give it a five-star rating, okay? And I just might read one of your reviews on an upcoming episode. And the more stupid they are, the better I like it. By the way, when you rate and review the podcast, it actually helps it to show up rather prominently in searches for people that are desperate and searching for stupidity. Of course, don't forget to, as I said, share the podcast. And, well, for that matter, subscribe if you haven't done so, because that way you get your stupid fix every time New episodes are published, and besides this midweek bonus episode, there's the weekend episode that has my insane Florida nephew, Pancho Guerrero which comes every weekend, like Saturday. Oh, and here's another little hack. Download each episode, because then you can listen buffer-free, and you won't have your stupidity interrupted by inadequate internet or cell coverage. Okay? Because, <laughs> trust me, you're not going to want to miss some of the stuff I got this week, especially if you're a coffee drinker. You know, I love my coffee, okay? And as well as helping me feel alive in the morning, well, it turns out a daily cup of joe might help me live longer, and for you too. There's a new study published in the Annals of Internal Medicine that found coffee drinkers are less likely to die early than the habitually decaffeinated. Hmm, There you go. The stupidity could live forever. Well, the study, it examined the coffee consumption habits and health of about 171,000 people in the UK. Now, I thought they drank tea, but apparently there's 171,000 Brits that like coffee. And they studied these people over a seven-year period, built on previous research that suggested coffee drinkers live longer. So the new investigation carried out by some scientists from the Southern Medical University of Guangzhou, China, they sought to establish that if uh, finding if it was really true for people that put sugar in their coffee. People that drink unsweetened coffee were 16 to 21% less likely to die during the study than the non-coffee drinkers, while people who consume between one and four cups of lightly sweetened coffee were 29 to 31% less likely to die. So not only will coffee keep you alive longer, it'll give you coffee breath. And a daily cup of joe will keep you alive longer, but, of course, if you get it at Starbucks, you'll also go broke long before you die. (laughs) Well... I know drinking coffee probably in helps me with my judgment, but drinking alcohol probably would impair your judgment. And drinking a lot could impair your judgment. A lot. Police in Evansville, Indiana, started getting 911 calls about a drunk driver, and witnesses said that an SUV was driving erratically on the highway and crashing into the median. That could be a problem. Well, the crash caused a flat tire and the car started to smoke, but the driver kept going, even when the tire fell off. He eventually stopped at a car dealership where people said he looked super drunk. That could be a new um, reality TV show. Super drunk. I don't know. Well, anyway, the employee said that he was trying to sell his now damaged SUV. All oh, you want to buy an SUV is in your pristine condition. Well, the cops showed up they identified the driver as one 30-year-old Jordan Mattingly. Does that name sound familiar? Well, if you think it does, you would be right. He's the son of former Major League Baseball star Don Mattingly, who, by the way, is the current manager of the Miami Marlins. Officers said Jordan smelled of alcohol and almost fell several times. He had some white claw in the SUV and blew a two ninety one on the breathal- breathalyzer. That, by the way, is three and a half times the legal limit. By the way, just coincidentally, .291 was also his dad's batting average in the 1993 season. It's true. But Jordan now is facing a long list of charges. Of course, in all fairness, he was willing to take a grand off the asking price for the missing tire, of course, the term super drunk has now officially changed, been changed now. Well, he's uh, pulling a Mattingly. <laughs> wow. Well, passengers on a, an amusement park ride in Pennsylvania, well, they weren't drunk, but they were feeling a little tipsy-turvy because they were suspended upside down in the air Due to a mid ride malfunction at Kennywood Park. The park's located in West Mifflin, which is kind of the general area of Pittsburgh. The park confirmed the Arrow 360 ride, more or less like an Arrow 180. It malfunctioned and left stranded riders upside down for a short time. Maintenance staff responded quickly brought the ride back to its designated rest position and safely evacuated the riders. The best part, see, if you were really, really sick and got stuck upside down, you could shower the people with your Coney hot dog. Well, anyway, Kennywood General Manager Mark Pauls said in a statement that was provided to KDKA-TV, he said that... um. Three riders visited the first aid center as a precaution before returning to the park, and the ride will remain closed while a review is conducted, of course. Of course, that's uh, really something you never hear about, you know, an amusement park ride in tiny little towns that turn out to be dangerous. (laughs) You know, you'd think with a name like Kennywood Park, ride safety would be a given. Well, federal authorities have now said that a man... He's been arrested in Charlotte, North Carolina, after he was stopped in the city's airport with more than 23 pounds of cocaine concealed in the seat cushions of a motorized wheelchair. U.S. Customs and Border Protection officers encountered the traveler as he was arriving at Charlotte Douglas International Airport from the Dominican, according to a news release. His answers didn't match up. His physical purported handicap did not match up that was a telltale sign there was something suspicious says homeland security investigating deputy mike prado special agent talking to wsoc tv the four packages containing cocaine were discovered within the seat cushions had an estimated street value three hundred and seventy eight thousand dollars According to the news release, the 22-year-old man then was charged with trafficking cocaine. Officials said he was a lawful, permanent U.S. resident. Suspicions that he might be carrying cocaine were first aroused when the wheelchair was clocked at 75 miles an hour. It's kind of, it's actually kind of refreshing though to see someone smuggle drugs into the country from somewhere besides Mexico. I mean, why are drug traffickers messing around trying to fly cocaine into the USA? I mean, what? Just strap it onto one of the fifty thousand plus illegals that stroll right into the country from Mexico every day. I bet the Dominican cocaine is probably what turned Sammy Sosa into a fat white guy. Well, every now and then. Somebody does something that's genius, even if it's a little bit illegal. Of course, some of those people end up being in the Genius Awards on this podcast. But police in Fort Walton Beach, Florida noticed that someone had installed an actual electrical outlet into a traffic light pole. Wow. It was actually being used as a place to charge cell phones and other devices. Now, supposedly, they didn't access the electrical line that actually controlled the traffic lights. Instead, they were smart enough to remove the little crosswalk button and used those wires to power the electrical outlet, then mounted the outlet on the pole. (laughs) Well, the police posted a photo on Facebook, and I love what they said. While we are really in awe of the ingenuity here, we would like to send out a little reminder that damaging a traffic signal is a felony. Please use your skills in a more useful manner. Doesn't sound like the police have any leads either on who installed the outlet, but it's been removed and the crosswalk button has now been replaced. And for what it's worth, the area does have a lot of panhandlers, so... Maybe people seem to think that it was probably done by somebody who didn't have regular access to outlets. Oh, that's okay. I'll just make one. Probably stole the outlet from somewhere else. Somebody somewhere is missing an outlet somewhere. Well, time for the annual story about how chubby dudes don't have to worry about their beach body. Or people like me, who don't have a six-pack but carry a very impressive two-liter. Like I've said before, you can always tell if a man's on the level when his bubble's in the middle. Somebody did a poll of over a thousand Americans ahead of the summer season and found da Dad bods are still trendy, even sexy. Ooh, well, let me... Hmm. 70% of women... of men are fans of the dad bod, and frankly, so am I. 34% of the people defined it as a guy who is still somewhat fit, but with a little extra padding. I really feel sorry for my insane Florida nephew. He looks so trim and fit. It's a shame. Only 49% overall said dad bods are sexy, and just under half of those people would prefer a dad bod over a guy who's all muscle. So, sorry, Pancho Guero. It's beach time for out-of-shape dad bods all over America! Rolls of fat, whoa, dead body, rolls of fat, dead body made a beer, rolls of fat, got a big old rear, rolls of fat, doesn't exercise, rolls of fat, now he's got stretch lines, rolls of fat, said dead body, rolls of fat, whoa, dead body, rolls of fat. Whoa, dad body, rolls of fat. Whoa, dad body, rolls of fat. He's eating too much food. Rolls of fat, now he's got man boobs. Rolls of fat, got big love handles. Rolls of fat, wears socks with sandals. Rolls of fat, whoa, dad body, rolls of fat. Whoa, dad body, rolls of fat. Of course, if that's what you're into, good news. There just might be more dad bods out there than ever. 31% of the men who have one say they developed it during the pandemic. Of course, I'm still waiting on any stamp of approval for mom bods, I guess. Just whatever you do, don't, don't put fat old white guys in speedos. That's going a little too far. But are you one of those people now who cannot watch a movie at a theater without ordering popcorn? Well, just brace yourself. This could provoke a trigger. The Wall Street Journal reports... Movie theater chains are worried that uh, supply chain issues could lead to a popcorn shortage later this summer. <sighs> Gad. The executive from a popcorn supplier says supply will be tight, particularly because they're having to pay farmers more money to keep growing popcorn rather than switching to more lucrative crops like soybeans. Of course, if the shortfall happens, it could really hurt theaters already dealing with staffing issues and inflation. See, they need the profit from concessions. In a world where movie theaters are out of popcorn, one man will sneak in the snacks. Don't let them see the bulge in your shirt. It's a tale of action. We're gonna need a bigger bag. Adventure. I only brought enough food for a three-hour movie. No Scorsese films and romance now that's what i call a popcorn trick it's popcorn shortage in theaters everywhere yippee-ki-yay buttered popcorn and it's not just the popcorn itself theaters are also struggling to get those little special bags for popcorn you know with the sheen linings that keep the butter from seeping out of course even if theaters are able to keep the kernels popping Is This actually could mean that they're going to need to charge even more for it. You know, without popcorn, moviegoers may have no choice but to throw their M&Ms on the floor. Of course, on the bright side, no teenage workers will ask you, Hey, for just 12 cents more, would you like a large popcorn? (laughs) You know, whenever I was a kid, my favorite snack... I would get at the GNC in the mall, you know, the General Nutrition Centers with all the health food stuff. My favorite snack, and, I'm, and, and I know the people that know me are going to laugh, but I loved barbecue-flavored soybeans. I loved them. They were like in these bags, and you could get you could get garlic, you could get barbecue, you could get. They were wonderful. I could eat an entire bag of barbecue-flavored soybeans. Well. Maybe some theaters can try serving that instead of popcorn. It would be certainly a lot more healthy. You couldn't put a lot of butter on them, though, I'm afraid, but who cares? Well, there's a 23 year old woman who's in love with a plane, and she insists her desire is not a flight of fancy. Sarah Rodo even refers to the Boeing 737 as her boyfriend. Hmm. She flies on the aircraft as often as possible and has 50 replica models of the plane at home. Uh, Sarah calls the Boeing Dicky. She hopes to wed one one day, even though it is illegal in Germany. The Dortmund resident identifies as an objectum sexual. That means that she is sexually attracted to inanimate objects. She says past romances with men just didn't get her flying very high. She also has been in love with a train. Woo-woo! Sarah says, my plane is called Dickie. I love everything about Dickie, but particularly his face, wings, and engine. Ooh, they're so sexy to me. Sounds like some of the talk that you'd normally hear in a porn flick, you know. Hmm. Ooh, Dickie. I love your engines. (laughs) Well, here's a story that shows the difference between city folk and country folk. A bunch of New Yorkers were at a place in Brooklyn called Timkins Bar when a strange thing wandered in. A possum came wandering through the front door. Of course, if you want to be a jerk about it, it is... Oh, possum, to be technically correct. But as soon as this the thing walked in, the New Yorkers freaked. One of the bartenders said she immediately grabbed her phone, but didn't know who to call. Who are you going to call? Uh, possum Busters. Well, luckily, one person was not scared. It was a lady named Sarah Fulton. She was standing outside when she saw the possum run in. She origin- she's originally from uh, Alaska, so everybody is flipping out, panicking everywhere. She casually walks back into the bar, found the possum under a table, grabbed it barehanded by the scruff of the neck, and casually walked right back outside and let it go. Now, somebody got the whole thing on video. A few people even cheered when they saw the thing run off. Others didn't know still what it was. Was it a weird dog? a really big New York City rat. (laughs) Well, actually, here's Sarah breaking down the now viral moment. I was just outside hanging out with my friend outside the bar. Uh, the door was open, and then all of a sudden we see this critter run in. I think it was just, like, instinctual. I just, like, went up to him, and I was just like, hey, I know you're afraid. I'm just going to you, scruff you and take you out because I feel like that would be the least painful for you. Sarah says she's uh, she didn't even think twice about it because she grew up with moose in her backyard. She always forgets that she's not in Alaska anymore, so she was a little surprised how impressed everybody was She's hailed as a hero. Within minutes, people were calling her a hero, lining up shots for her. She didn't have to pay for a single drink for the rest of the night. There you go. Possum wrestler. I remember the one time as a kid growing up that we finished supper one night, and my mother decided to take some of the scraps out to the garbage can in the garage, outside in the carport, one of those metal garbage cans. Suddenly, I heard a crash of the metal lid on the the concrete floor, and she's screaming to the top of her voice and running back inside, asking my dad to go out and get that thing. Turns out we had a possum in our garbage can. Yeah. So, yeah, he picked it up by the tail and threw it out in the front yard, and it scurried off. Yeah, well, if you want to get attention in New York City, turn a possum loose. That'll always do it. Well, now we're dealing with a uh, lunchflation, soaring gas prices, trying to update your work wardrobe. No wonder so many U.S. workers are resisting employer demands to head back into the office to work full-time now. Despite many companies setting those return-to-office deadlines, U.S. office occupancy has held steady at roughly 43%. That's according to Castle's Back to Work barometer that takes into account rates in 10 major cities a lot of employees are actually pushing back against heading into the office not because of rising covid caseloads but because their commutes are too expensive Yeah, you know, let me tell you about that i commute 62 miles round trip through a mountain range at four dollars and 92 cents a gallon In fact, there's a recent report from Deloitte that found nearly 40% of millennials and a third of Gen Zers report that remote work has helped them save money. But is working from home really a savings game changer for most workers? Think about this for a minute. See, while working from home, it does mean you skip the commute. Of course, it's really not free, especially when you take into account the rising energy costs. In Pennsylvania, get ready electricity costs are going to spike in fact energy costs in april alone were up 11 percent year over year according to the bureau of labor statistics consumer price index now that increase may not be a big deal when you spend eight or more hours a day at the office soaking up that corporate ac but when workers are at home the cost is on you that's right that expense could be significant depending on factors like the size of your home, your type of AC system, various home maintenance variables like window efficiency, not to mention the additional costs to power your computer, keep your work phone charged, maybe even run a printer once a day or so. Hmm, did anybody ever consider the fact that maybe folks at home can actually turn off their AC? (gasps) Well, I know. I know what it costs to power your computer, charge your phone, and run a printer, right? I don't know. I guarantee you, though, it's probably less than a gallon of gas, that's for sure. You know, everybody has a little stupidity in their world, and frankly, I would like to hear about it, okay? If you've maybe got a great stupid story from your stupid world, maybe you just want to respond to one of mine. I'd like to hear about it. Let me hear from you. You can contact me easily just by email at shoutout at insane, E-R-I-K-L-A-N-E, or... If you got a question or a comment about something that you've heard on the podcast or something that Pancho Guero has said on the podcast, or maybe you just want to tell me of some firsthand experience of some stupidity you've encountered, well, let me know. I want to hear from you. I might uh, even use your comments on an upcoming episode. So record a message for me at podcast.insaneericlane.com and uh, give me your feedback, okay? Um, and by the way, if you haven't done so already, and I just can't imagine why you haven't already, follow me on social media. You can look me up on Facebook or Twitter by searching out the handle Insane, E-R-I-K-L-A-N-E. <laughs> Now, from the new desk called Eric Lane, it's the Week in Review. Paul Pelosi, the husband of House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, was arrested for drunk driving after a two-vehicle collision in their home state of California. But let's be honest, if Nancy was your spouse, you'd be drinking heavily, too. The California Highway Patrol says the 82-year-old Pelosi was driving a 2021 Porsche, That was hit by a 2014 Jeep as Pelosi's car tried to cross a state road in Napa County. Jeez, with as much money as they make from insider trading, you'd think they'd hire a driver. The Mattel Toy Company has created the first ever transgender Barbie doll. But if you've ever stripped off his clothes, you know that he was actually Ken. According to a recent survey of 3,000 adults, 6 in 10 millennials have pretended not to know how to cook in order to avoid having to help. They've also pretended not to know how to work. Nearly 50% of the respondents say they find ready-made meal kits to be more convenient, also known as Mom Still Cooking Dinner For You. A new study finds that music festivals like Burning Man make people more generous, especially when it comes to lifting up their shirts and showing off their breasts. According to after taking, or actually after taking drugs at a music festival, the thing people are most likely to share with you is their entire life story. Hurricane Agatha, the first of the eastern Pacific season. made landfall along a stretch of tourist beaches and fishing towns on Mexico's southern coast ahead of warnings of dangerous storm surges and flooding from heavy rains. Everybody hoped that it would be named Hurricane Kamala, because then it would never touch down in Mexico. A hurricane in Mexico will definitely ruin your vacation, though, so uh, in that way it's kind of just like drinking Mexican tap water. A Cincinnati brewery has produced the most expensive beer in history. Until now, the most expensive beer in history was the one you had right before making a love child with a stripper. Disney Plus is warning viewers that its new Obi-Wan Kenobi series contains violence against children, probably when Obi-Wan uses his lightsaber to turn one of them into a transgender Members of the boy band BTS are meeting with uh, President Biden at the White House. Uh, Unfortunately, these are the highest-ranking members of the Korean government that still take President Biden seriously enough to meet with him. Police say a noise disturbance during a tennis match in Brooklyn's Barclays Center was mistaken for gunfire, causing the crowd to flee in fear. Jeez, you know what you'd think by now? The one sound the people of Brooklyn would recognize is gunfire. Archaeologists have uncovered a trove of ancient mummies. Yes, they found them in the United States Congress. That The coffins and bronze statuettes of deities were actually found in Cairo. Needless to say, though, the explorers were so excited they began blasting, walk like an Egyptian. (laughs) And in a series of viral tweets, a stripper has claimed that she can tell America is in a recession because men have stopped going to strip clubs. Instead, they're just making it rain at the gas pumps. I know what she means. I mean, the last time my brother-in-law said he was at a strip club, he told me that those poor girls could not even afford clothes. According to Britain's leading artificial intelligence experts, computer-generated babies that cost about $25 a month are likely to become commonplace in the early 2070s, which is kind of great because if you hate your kid, All you have to do is press (laughs) Control-Alt-Delete. Now, uh, Catriona Campbell, who is one of the UK's top authorities in emerging and disruptive technologies, says that by the time uh, we get to 2070 or so, up to one in five parents may decide to opt for a digital baby over a real baby. I guess uh, people love the idea of being able to push a button to put that baby to sleep. According to a recent poll, one, uh, three in four millennial mothers say that they're hiding their stress from their families. And three in four of those families say it's not working. It's tough, though, for millennial mothers, folks. I mean, look, how are they supposed to enjoy avocado toast and mimosas at brunch with those little screaming humans bothering them all the time? A trio of fearless thieves emptied the shelves inside a high-end makeup store in Los Angeles, California, as stunned shoppers watched in amazement, which is further proof that Gavin Newsom needs to be wearing clown makeup. The 47-second recording shows the crooks wearing hoodies over their heads as they grab various cosmetics and stuff them into black trash bags, which is a little funny because trash bags are exactly what they are rabble-rousing SpaceX boss Elon Musk claimed that something very strange was going down on his Twitter after his older tweets failed to load, which is a bit shocking because it's not like Twitter employees would censor information or anything. The controversy comes after Musk claimed that he will not go through with his $44 billion takeover of Twitter unless the social media platform offers definitive proof that less than 5% of its daily users are spam and bot accounts. He doesn't want anything on Twitter that's dead inside, but that accounts for at least 95% of the users. Johnny Depp got a standing O after performing at a concert in London. Johnny says it was thrilling because the last time he got the clap, It was from Amber Heard. Johnny also said it felt great to perform live music again because after he and Amber Heard took the stand, he was getting tired of all the acting. A Chinese tennis player had to withdraw from the French Open because she was experiencing menstrual cramps. She says it was literally a gut-wrenching decision. Of course, you got to give her credit because it took the balls the size of Leah Thomas's to admit this publicly. President Biden says the U.S. will not push for the ouster of Russian President Vladimir Putin, despite saying in March that Putin cannot remain in power. At least that's what we think his gibberish to English translator told us, he said. I mean, sure, the president made those remarks a couple of months ago, but you can't expect him to remember what he said that far back. Americans agree with the cannot remain in power statement, but uh, for their own president, maybe. Maybe. A new survey finds 8 in 10 food delivery workers admit to eating part of their customer's order. The other 2 in 10 ate the entire order. 1 in 4 drivers also confess they've hooked up with someone in their vehicle. So be careful the next time you order that special sauce. Turns out your pizza delivery boy might really be getting a piece of that ass. A new study finds that one in five college students have less than a hundred bucks in their bank accounts. That's probably because all their money is still sitting in their OnlyFans account. Taco Bell is running out of its Mexican pizza less than two weeks after the chain brought back the menu item. And coincidentally, Charmin announced a new toilet paper shortage as well. Holy crap. Taco Bell really is sold out of Mexican pizza. Everybody's making a run for the border under Joe Biden. Taco Bell ran out of Mexican pizza, but the good news is Americans are finally getting back to producing their own gas. Doctors in the UK are asking people with monkeypox to stop the spread by not having sex. In other words, the doctors say, no more monkeys jumping on the bed. <laughs> I don't know, the, <clears throat> the wiggles suddenly just came to my mind. According to the Daily Mail, Hunter Biden's internet search history from March 2019 reveals his obsession with porn and penchant for filming himself having sex with prostitutes. But other than that, he's a great guy. Can you imagine watching one of those videos? And you thought seeing Joe Biden on camera was painful. A quarterback in the fan-controlled arena league has been fired for celebrating a touchdown by smoking a joint. Of course, on the bright side, he finished his career with a high score. The young Prince Louis reportedly stole the show at the Queen's Platinum Jubilee by making funny faces for the cameras. Reporters say it was kind of refreshing because after all the Botox in the royal family, he's the only one who can still move his face. A recent survey of 2,000 parents of kids ages three and under examined their concerns relating to to their child's development, but you'd think parents with kids three and under would be even more concerned about their lack of bank account development. I mean, results show that 59% often worry their babies aren't meeting certain milestones, like saying mama or dada by their first birthday, but they'll miss the quiet days once their kid won't shut the crap up. A mountain lion strolled into a high school in Northern California and was trapped inside a classroom. And when he left the school, he began telling all of his mountain lion buddies about critical race theory. Yeah, this mountain lion spent some time in a Northern California school. Now he wants to move to Texas. A new report claims a flight from New York to Rome was unresponsive for 10 minutes when both the pilot and the co-pilot fell asleep at the same time. The worst part is they both missed the in-flight meal. It all happened on uh, ITA Airways as the plane flew 38,000 feet over France, which is uh, just high enough to not smell all the body odor from the French people down below. Gerard Butler's new movie, Last Seen Alive, was released, and with a title like that, you'd think it's about a person whose last encounter was with the Clintons. Butler says he stars as a man whose soon-to-be ex-wife mysteriously vanishes at a gas station. Of course, if the writers really wanted to create a scary situation, they'd have the ex-wife eat one of those three-day-old gas station hot dogs. Disney World is uh, handing out barf bags at their new Epcot Center ride because it's been making people sick. Actually, the barf bags are even more useful at the end of the day when you realize just how much money you've spent. The ride's called Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. It's a roller coaster that rotates 360 degrees. Of course, in fact, the only thing at Disney that'll make you feel sicker is seeing Joe Biden in the Hall of Presidents. Rosie O'Donnell is showing off her new girlfriend on Instagram, which kind of makes me a bit suspicious that the girlfriend is just dating her as a new and disgusting Instagram challenge. LeBron James has also officially become a billionaire, So now the only thing poor about him is his attitude the number of monkeypox cases in the u.s has risen to 20 now as the government has begun shipping vaccines to eight states that have requested them they say you can get monkeypox through sexual activity so never go to the heavy petting zoo the coastal city of mendocino california was charging $9.60 for a gallon of gas. But if you think the gas is high in California, you should meet the people. In the new sequel to Indecent Proposal, Robert Redford sleeps with Woody Harrelson's wife for a tank of gas. Miami-Dade County beaches were forced to close after tropical rain flooding caused a sewage overflow in the area. When the sewage floated under the beach, a lot of people assumed Amber Heard used their blanket. Of course, you might imagine beachgoers were really down in the dumps. Okay, okay, I'll stop with the poop puns because they are really corny. The 85-year-old Pope Francis has sparked some rumors he's going to retire after mobility issues forced him into a wheelchair. You know, popin ain't easy. He's already looking at property in Florida. He doesn't want to become one of those public figures who can't string two words together, otherwise known as a President Biden. Disney World Paris is apologizing after an employee interrupted a wedding proposal and asked the couple to please relocate to a different place. People are really trashing this guy. But look, I know tons of married people who wish somebody would have stopped their proposal. Of course, if you're wondering, the wedding ring cost $5,000 or maybe one hot pretzel in the park. Los Angeles Rams coach Sean McVay married his longtime fiance Veronica Comian, so now he has his Super Bowl ring. He's got the wedding ring, and soon he'll have the suffer ring. Now there was some controversy when the bride threw her bouquet. The girl that caught it didn't have two feet and bounds, so the instant replay overturned the call. She had to throw it a second time. Gas prices continue to skyrocket as many states, including Massachusetts, are seeing. Prices over 5 bucks a gallon at the local gas stations. Of course, it's now way more profitable for your local dealer to just stop selling grass and start hawking gas. During an appearance on ABC's This Week, U.S. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg said increasing production will be part of the solution to lowering gasoline prices. I guess he needs President Biden to focus on reopening the Keystone pipeline, as opposed to Hunter Biden focusing on drinking Keystone and using crack pipelines. A doctor is warning people that flying an economy class can reduce your sex drive. So, in other words, the hardest thing you'll get in one of those seats will be your pillow. According to a new study, 7 out of 10 parents say it's okay to share a bed with their kids. And 7 out of 10 Democrats say it's okay to share a bed with other people's kids. Missouri firefighters recently responded to a broken-down carnival ride and rescued seven people who were trapped inside cars up to 40 feet in the air. These uh, Missouri carnival riders were even higher than the people who actually attended the Kansas City Royals games. I mean, who knew a carnival in Missouri could be so scary? This whole time, you know, I thought the most terrifying thing was the circus in Washington, D.C. New York State? is giving out robots to senior citizens that can keep them company by engaging in small talk and telling them long stories. You know, robots, they tend to drone on. The robots will cost an initial enrollment fee of 250 bucks plus an additional $40 per month to keep them turned on. So for once the seniors will be correct when they accuse their aides of stealing from them. President Joe Biden appeared on Jimmy Kimmel Live which is kind of amazing because nobody thought the show could get any less funny. Miller Lite is selling their own beer-infused charcoal that makes everything you grill taste like Miller Lite, which is also a side effect of monkeypox. You can also get the same effect for free, though, by cooking your burgers over a literal dumpster fire. And finally, the Carolina Panthers have hired the league's first transgender cheerleader. They don't call it a Ball club for nothing. So now the Panthers cheerleader dances like a man and their quarterback throws like a little girl. You can really get up close and personal by interacting with the podcast and get the real time updates and a little of uh, the uh, articles from the stupid stories that you hear. When you join, Saint eric Lane's stupid world telegram channel i'll be posting links to the stories that i read here on the episodes you are able to read the actual articles see the pictures look at the videos make comments about what you have actually seen or read or even heard about and even share some of your own stupid stories with um, everybody in the community Visit t.me slash Lane. That's t.me slash and You get a preview of the channel and there's also an opportunity to just download the, the Telegram Messenger right there from the preview channel right to your device desktop or mobile for Windows, Linux, Android, or Apple. And also you can interact with me as well on social media. Follow me at insaneeriklane on Facebook or Twitter Or visit the website at InsaneEricLane.com. Underneath this genius, I'm simply a human. It's like a caveman thing, something. And now this week's Genius Awards. And in this week's Genius Awards, we have a Treasure Island, Florida surf shop who had quite the mess to clean up after police said a Lakeland manned defecated on its floor and used a shirt to wipe it up according to the treasure island police department 69 year old gary peter bush walked into the surf style shop exposed his genitals and proceeded to defecate on the floor near the dressing room witnesses told police bush wiped himself with a shirt belonging to the store creating a biohazard out of the top Bush was arrested later in the day after being recognized by store managers. According to the arrest report, Bush told officers, I was at the store earlier to get clothes, and I returned to the store to get more clothes. I bought an outfit. Uh, Bush is facing charges of criminal mischief and exposure of sexual organs. <laughs> the last guy's name is Bush? Is his last name Bush? Sadly, though, everybody at the store saw plenty of that when he pulled his pants down. Surfers are known for hanging ten, but well, this guy's known for dropping number two. And then there's this a thirty six year old woman crashed a truck into a mobile home after arguing with her boyfriend on Memorial Day, according to the authorities at the in the Yellowhammer State. Rhonda D. Young locked up on a count of attempted murder and two counts of attempted assault in the first degree, according to the records from the Calhoun County, Alabama authorities. Officers with the Piedmont Police Department said they were dispatched to the 600 block of Piedmont Cutoff Road. The incident involved a woman driving an international commercial truck into a mobile home, according to the police. Local reports described the vehicle as a tractor trailer. Authorities said the domestic argument preceded the crash. One person was injured. Two others put in danger, according to police. Young remains jailed on bond, totaling $78,000. Now, the uh, cop said in a press release that the investigation is ongoing. Piedmont police did not immediately respond to law and crime requests for additional information about the case. So next on my crazy redneck woman, Rhonda, the truck driver, catches her man, er er, pouring it to her cousin, Neva, and decides to mow down the 12 by 50 with her trusty old international. Yeah, mobile home, jilted lover, semi-truck. The only thing stopping this from becoming a lifetime miniseries, it just didn't happen at Christmas. Or how about this, an argument between two men on the green at the villages in Sumter County, Florida, erupted over golf etiquette. It led one of them to face a battery charge. He was 77-year-old Richard Randall, who entered a not-guilty plea for his alleged crime against his 84-year-old friend. According to the arrest affidavit, the incident happened between the two golfers at the De La Vista Golf Course. Deputies spoke to a man who was playing golf with both Randall and the friend. Around the fourth hole, the man said the two began to argue, which is something they reportedly did often. The affidavit said the friend tells Randall, who was standing on the green near the hole, to move. To which Randall replied, saying he knew the etiquette of the game. Well, they continued to argue, according to the report. The friend reportedly flipped off Randall. Randall then approached his uh, friend and reportedly said, Do that again and I'll hit you! Well, the friend flipped him off again, and that's when Randall reportedly punched the man in the face. And uh, the friend fell to the ground. Deputies Said the victim was taken to a local hospital with a visibly swollen bruise on the side of his face and Randall was arrested on a charge of battery on a person 65 years or older. This isn't a common occurrence. I mean, we haven't seen a golfer take a beating like this since Tiger Woods. I mean, who knew golf was a contact sport? I've heard of a punch shot, but not a punch in the face. But what about this? The huge stash of guns, drugs, and cash inside a home? Caught the attention of Arizona police, they say, but something even more unusual was lurking. A young Nile crocodile was living in the home, police say. Nile crocodiles are native to Africa. They're the largest crocodiles on the continent. Detectives executed a search warrant at the Phoenix home, according to a news release from the Phoenix police. They found 15 firearms, 855 grams of cocaine, 193 1,000 fentanyl pills, $65,929 in cash, and the crocodile in the home. Officers arrested Adrian Valenderes on counts related to drug possession, sale, firearms violations, and money laundering, according to the Phoenix police. The crocodile was turned over to the Phoenix Herpetology Society. You know when you're slinging so much dope you need a guard crocodile? You're clearly not slinging dime bags on the corner anymore. Dope dealers always have the most annoying pets too. You notice that, you know, their dogs are always sniffing your crotch, their cats are always climbing all over you and their crocodiles are always trying to rip your arms off. Then <laughs> you got to check this one out. A burglar breaks into a Pennsylvania residence and they stole one bag of pierogies, valued at 10 bucks, according to cops. The suspect, cops say, burglarized the apartment of 26-year-old Tyler White, who lives in Trout Run, a village about 15 miles from Williamsport. The thief made off with a five-pound bag of Mrs. T's brand of pierogies, according to the Pennsylvania State Police. Investigators valued the pilfered pierogies at 10 bucks. And in addition to stealing the frozen pierogies, the burglar also caused some minor damage to the drywall in the home's kitchen. The investigation is ongoing, is what the police say. Now, founded in 1952, the Pennsylvania-based Mrs. T's Pierogies describes itself as the largest provider of pierogies in the country, offering many new flavor combinations as well as the original classics. The pierogies are equally amazing, boiled, baked, sauteed, grilled, air-fried, or tossed into a slow cooker, according to the firm's website. Mmm, boy, am I getting hungry. Let me give the burglar a break. His pregnant wife sent him after pierogies. He wasn't about to come home empty-handed after he saw the corner store was out. President Biden took notice of the story, too. Now he's blaming Putin for the great pierogi shortage of 2022. Only in Pennsylvania. Of course, you'll never believe this. A Chinese restaurant in Queens, New York, was recently vandalized by a regular customer who had been kicked out of the establishment earlier in the day. For not wearing pants. This disgruntled man returned to the four choices at a soup on Roosevelt Avenue in Flushing Queens with a hammer, smashing doors, windows, and the glass surrounding the food bar, according to the forty eight year old owner and the security footage. He went into our store many times already today. I already asked my worker. My worker he said he had been there before without any pants. Jenny G. tells the Post in a phone interview, Just disgusting. We told him to get out. He had no underwear. It was the first time the suspect had caused a commotion at the eatery, according to the owner. He pees in front of the store. One day he had no clothes on. The suspect was caught on camera wearing a red T-shirt, swinging a hammer with reckless abandon, leaving widespread destruction and piles of shattered glass in his wake. The unidentified suspect was quickly arrested and Charges against him were pending, according to the NYPD. Yeah, he left the Chinese restaurant, came back shortly after, which is what most people do, mainly because they're just still hungry. I mean, what a way to react to the situation. I mean, he really put the dim in dim sum. (laughs) Uh, One more. Proving again that Florida man plus speedo equals trouble. A 64-year-old retiree was arrested for exposing himself to a female beachgoer. Investigators say Charles Hickson was busted for indecent exposure following an incident at Sunset Beach in Tarpon Springs, Florida, which is a Tampa suburb. Hickson was in the water about knee-deep wearing a Speedo when he pulled down the front of his swimsuit and exposed his penis. Hickson was holding it in his hand while staring and grinning at the 28-year-old victim who was on the beach. The woman and Hickson had both made eye contact, and the victim described his penis as being large, seven to eight inches, and was similar in color to his body, which was tanned, according to the reporting officer. A witness told police that they saw Hickson with his hands at his crotch, but did not see him expose himself. Now, when questioned by Tarpon Springs cops, Hickson denied anything happened and stated he did not intentionally expose himself to anyone. Charged with exposure of sexual organs, a misdemeanor, Hickson was released from the county jail after posting a $150 bond. Of course, it's usually fun to see some aquatic life when you're in the ocean, but I'm sure this woman absolutely did not want to see this giant eel. (laughs) The victim described his penis as roughly 7 to 8 inches, so... I'm not sure if he's going to receive a fine or just a bunch of phone numbers. Well, if you like the podcast, please rate and review it. Give it a five-star rating, you know, because I try to get those five-star stupidity stories picked. And if you write a really stupid review of the podcast, I just might read it on an upcoming episode. Rating and reviewing the podcast always helps to have it show up prominently in searches for those who are desperate and searching for stupidity. And of course, Don't forget to share the podcast on social media feeds, but you don't want to be known for being stingy with stupidity. And, you know, you can also subscribe. That way you get your stupid fix every time we have new episodes published to your podcast player. And download every episode. That way you can listen buffer-free and you won't have to have you know interruptions when you have inadequate internet or cell coverage and by the way if you are looking for a good podcast app i would recommend podcast addict it's available at your app store free and it's uh they've got a couple of paid versions either way you get it it's amazingly customizable i love it i use it all the time don't forget besides this particular feed there is my second feed the weekend feed featuring pancho guero my insane florida nephew with those stupid stories from Florida and beyond. Pancho also answers questions from people seeking to tap his sage wisdom. They ask Pancho about some of life's biggest questions. And you can also play along with Pancho in the weekly round of our Insane Game Show. Interact with the podcast also with the Telegram Messenger app. And you can download that app, then join the Insane Eric Lane Stupid World channel. I post links to... All the stupid stories I read from every episode. And there you can also discuss what you've read or heard about on the podcast and share the articles with your friends. They've got great videos and pictures. You can preview the Insane Eric Lane Stupid World channel and you can get a link to download the amazing Telegram messenger at t.me.com. Insane, E-R-I-K-L-A-N-E. By the way, the app is also available for desktop or mobile versions with platforms for Windows and Linux, Android or Apple. So check it out. And follow me on social media with the handle at Insane Eric Lane on Facebook or Twitter. And of course, all of this stuff is on my website at InsaneEricLane.com. And one final thought. I like the type of people whose sense of humor may be described as Inappropriate with a chance of ruining family dinner. If you think I have written all the stuff that goes into this podcast, you're giving me way too much credit. No, I have to give credit to a talented bank of writers that I rely on for. Most of this stupidity. I haven't got enough hours of the day to go scoping out all the stupidity that's out there, so I have to give props to Mr. Laugh's Comedy and Ad Large Media, Premier Prep, Wise Brother Media, the Universal Comedy Network, and Pulse of Radio at the United Stations Radio Network thanks for sticking it out through my stupid world and if you're feeling a bit crazy i hope you'll follow me on facebook or twitter at insane eric lane and visit insaneericlane.com